Okay, we are recording. Hi. Hey, this is Destination Wedding Pod. I'm Patia Lowers, and that is she can't do Christina it. K. <laughs> Hi. That was not very fun. <laughs> you just ruined everything. I know. Hi. So, we were telling you last week, I think, about our 12 days of Christmas for my mom. Right? Yes. And last time, we told you before how much our mother loves pigs. pigs. She's obsessed with them. It's all she can talk about. She literally paints her walls the same color as certain <laughs> pigs that she's met. <laughs> It's actually kind of weird, but we support her because there's nothing wrong with being weird. You're right. Nothing at all. No, to tell the truth, we really didn't tell you the truth last time. Mom actually hates pigs. Hates them. No, okay. Well, she probably likes To the pigs out there, we don't mean this. What had happened is, is I think we were not together. I don't remember. But one day, one time, Laisha seen a piggy bank that mom, that she wanted to get from mom for some occasion. It was back years ago, I back when Mother's Day. I really think we were together. It was and back when, like, when the pig, like the piggy banks, were really popular, and they were starting to decorate them and stuff. Right, back when that first yeah, started that happening. Yeah, that was fun as fuck. <laughs> so, we she gives it to her, and I'm there. I do believe, and mom makes this big kind of fuss about how she doesn't like pigs. She's like, like, it's cute, but I don't collect. Pigs. I collect rabbits. I mean, I don't know if you know. Once we heard that. We went buying rabbits like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> we bought her every rabbit we saw. <laughs> no, don't tell us you like pigs. Pigs are cute. Also, everywhere we went, we seen pigs. It was like, yeah, like because I guess it was the thing. So there yeah, were ballerina was pigs thing. and nutcracker pigs and ghost pigs. Ooh, ghost pigs. Did she keep that one? That one was no, so cute. So, okay, we're not we're telling the story. So, oh, sorry. We do this. We do this for years. Laisha gets mom um, pepper, salt and pepper shakers. She gets her. I mean, like, we go crazy. I get every, every time I see a piggy bank, I buy it. And so, fast forward a few years, mom's had pigs for every occasion. She's kind of pissed mm-hmm. about it, actually. But you know what? We don't care. But we did. I feel like we drew, we came back some. And then mom yeah. moved out. So mom and I were in the house, same house together. My mom moved out and she left the pigs there. And we decided, Lacey and I then agreed. I don't know what mom did. Somehow or other, she, she made us agree. And we ended up agreeing that we wouldn't buy any more pigs. Who agreed? There was something that happened because when she moved It was house, when mom moved. Yeah. But, but I, I like, never agreed to anything. Well, I may have. <laughs> well, you're going back on that right now. Already did. And so, anyway, fast forward to, you know, that we're surprising mom for Christmas. And we weren't going to tell her about Laisha. I have to always tell because I'm not good at keeping secrets. And we ended up telling her. But so we decided we wanted to do something really good because we wanted to. So we're doing 12 days of Christmas. And we're doing our version. We realized that, um, I believe. yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. It lines up. It starts with the 25th. Christmas Day and goes to the first of the year. Okay. We're doing so we're doing our own. Spin. So we're doing our own version that has nothing to do with the, yes. that version, and 
we're not saying that this version is that version at all. It's just our 12 days of Christmas, and we started it on the 14th. Yeah, of December. And so, Mom kind of knew that what we were doing, because we had to kind of get her prepared, because we're sending Amazon, because it's free, blah, blah, blah. And so, she got four at a time. Anyway, and so, she's been very excited, but she kind of knew that it was probably going to be picks. (laughs) And so, today, she was called up just now. That's why she interrupted our call on our last... Oh, never mind. Anyway, she and said that she thought that she would get up twelve pigs, and she's ended up had at today's day two of Christmas and her Christmas, and she's gotten thirty two pigs so far. So we got her a calendar the first day, and then there's little squeaky balls, pig balls the second day. We don't really know. We I don't know when this is coming out, so I, don't, I guess we can say or not. Yeah, we can say this will be out after Christmas for sure. So, on the 21st day, I arrive in town, and we even have pig suits, piggy pajamas. Yeah. And so does Tucker. And so we're super, super. That's and then we, the, the 21st. No mine's one. the, tw- oh, mine's the 8th day. 8th day, and mine's the 10th day. Yeah. And we got her a very nice and personal necklace. Um, a really for, pretty necklace that yeah. she's going to love. And we actually put it in a pig trinket, which was something Alicia added last night that we didn't know we were going to do. You got that sent here, right? Or I guess it doesn't matter. We'll just put it in a mom's house. Um, I think I got it sent here, but um, I knew it doesn't matter. We and so, Lisa we, and I have had lots of weddings this week, and we can we actually have four. You didn't want to tell them what the actual. Oh, uh, I did. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The personalized necklace of me and you oh. and Caleb. So we used our. Um, uh, birthstones. Mine and Christina's are rubies, and Caleb's, our brother's, what is sapphire? That's the blue yeah. one. Yeah. So we got a big blue raw sapphire in the middle, and two rubies on the outside, representing all of us. Yeah, it's it's very 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 pretty. And they're raw, and they're so pretty. They're from topaz and pearl, and that we're not getting any money from them, but. Yeah. I will definitely be buying stuff from them again because their stuff is so pretty. Yes, it was very pretty. <clears throat> so, go ahead. I was just saying we had four weddings the past two weeks. Oh, my gosh. But um, all were different and all were really, really beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and stressful in their own little ways. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You know what? We've got a new assistant, and we think we love her. We're not yeah. ready to introduce her yet. Yeah, we're not, because we did that before, and it was um, pretty much a mistake. We were out of pocket. We were out of pocket, <laughs> and it won't happen again. It won't. We apologize. <clears throat> but so there's stuff that happened this weekend, or these weekends, that we're, we're trying, that we're part of the, the process. And the, on the first wedding we had... Um, we didn't, we didn't have videographers, so we, we don't know how that's going to turn out because we use people we never used before. Um, I think the second wedding went pretty um, smoothly, right? I think so. Then the third wedding, I forgot to let the still pan guy know that we had moved it up an hour, and he was late. He didn't get to play on the ceremony. That was my bad. Then something went wrong with the second one, third one, right? Oh, we didn't get cake flowers. Well, there was the chairs, too. We had the chairs we were planning on getting on the 8 o'clock ferry, and we were sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. Thank God we decided to come super early because 
we wouldn't have made it on the nine yeah. o'clock one either if we had waited. No, and then we were one chair behind for that one. For that, so that was for another planner. So Leisha had to leave the wedding. We were getting set up and take one chair and put it on the ferry. The people ferry us to take over to uh, St. John. So yeah. things happen even to the best of us. Don't you and think? we are the best. And we are of us. Um, so we're going to, I have, we've all, we've both found some wedding planner stories today, some issues. You know, these are our favorites, Yes. but we can't just always pick on wedding planners. Yes. So I have six, but mine are kind of long. So oh, let me see how many I have. I think I have less than you. Yeah, I have four. So you'll start and finish. All right. Sounds good. So this lady says, this story is one of the craziest things that's ever happened in my career. We were doing a wedding in a small town. When you're doing a wedding that's not in your city, it's considered a destination wedding. So this wedding, so this small town was our destination. <clears throat> All the vendors knew one another in this small town where everyone knows everybody. The wedding was an amazing over-the-top event. The client had a budget, great budget, and we spent a lot of money on each of the vendors, the bride and groom. Everything has gone perfectly, and as the wedding planner, I'm on cloud nine. I'm watching the bride and groom drive off into the distance. I'm picking up all the exits. That's exit. the best. Yeah. I'm picking up all the exit items off the ground and making sure the space is clean, and then I walk back to the venue to get all my items and help facilitate cleanup. As I'm approaching the reception space, I hear a loud yell. That's right, and you better not get back up. What? I had a moment. Uh, what did I just hear? And I walk back in to see blood everywhere, all over the reception floor. <gasps> I'm trying to figure out what's happened here. And I look over and see the photographer and videographer. And then I see the florist team. And one of the men from the florist cleanup crew is just laying on the ground covered in blood. It turns out that because we are in such a very small town, the photographer and videographer happen to be related to each other and went to high school with the florist Oh, team. my gosh. Wait, went to high, high school, school with who? So the, the brother and sister... Photographer and videographer are cousins. Yeah, yeah, and then they went to high school with who? With the the florist team. The Some florist people. team. Yeah. Okay. Or they didn't go. Uh, so they had a high. Hold on. Show. Sorry, I asked questions. So they went to the high school. So apparently they had a high school beef that came into play when the videographer and the, <laughs> the uh, photographer walked back into the room. One party said something to the other, and a brawl broke out in the reception space. They had a knockdown, knock drag-out fight in the small space, and blood is everywhere. All I could think of is, thank God this didn't happen when the clients were gone. Right. Immediately, I wonder what I should do. Should I call the police? Thankfully, someone had already called, and I let them handle the situation. But this is one of the craziest things that's ever happened. The ambulance came, the cops were involved, and it was just a crazy ending to the night. The best part of the whole story is, fast forward to a week after the wedding, the photographer has the audacity to reach out to me and see if I'll recommend them for any of my events in my events in Dallas. Um, no, not after you started a huge fight at the end of that event. Needless to say, I did not recommend them for my Dallas brides, even though the pictures and videos and all the flowers came out amazing. The bloody fight thing was completely unnecessary and taught me a lesson about vetting vendors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but everything came together. It's a small town, and every, I mean, the bride and groom left. Everybody was happy. Nobody knew at anything. least at least they kept it together. Yeah, nobody was any the wiser. And I'm you sorry. know, and you know that they're I mean, they were wanting to go at each the other all time. night. But they, but made they it waited. Happen. Yeah. That's professionalism. I think that's that's self control. Those are the people you wanna hire. Yeah. 
fire them again, both of them. Maybe, maybe not both of them at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. But they're good. Yeah. They made it happen. (laughs) I used to be, I hate when these always start out so like, me, 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 I'm so cool. Here's something to do with nothing. Well, maybe they're just trying to introduce themselves. I used to be one of the top destination Um, wedding planners in the world back in the early 2010s. Since then, I've moved on to a new career, but still on a travel agency, which my family and some friends now run. Someone that is very close to me asked if I would come out of retirement and plan her best friend's destination wedding as a favor. I agreed and didn't even charge any fees as a planner or a travel agent. Everyone knows that they that they have to book their trip through me to be included with the wedding. The only people that I have had problems with this is the groom's parents and sister. After a plethora of issues over the past year, I received an email from the groom's mother today asking me if she could stay at a different resort because a friend that lives in the destination told her that the rate was too expensive. It's the lowest possible rate for this resort. Um... I emailed her back and CC'd the bride and reminded her that she has to book through me to be included in the wedding. I also told her that she has had over a year to make payments, but she chose not to. Finally, I told her that the bride and groom's wedding was non-negotiable. She emailed me back without the bride on camera and unleashed about how unprofessional I am, how she wants to talk to my employer, that I am disrespectful, and how she has more money than I am worth. I replied and CC'd the bride again, telling her that she can only communicate with me through the bride and groom. Well, why can't they stay in their place? I mean, I don't, that doesn't really make sense to me, but I don't know. Because people are freaking irritating me so this said we're doing another destination wedding do you see a pattern and we're nearby a body of water we had the entire event outside the ceremony then the reception and everything was displayed outside we had guest tables dance floor band stage and everything was outside oh good i had not done an event at this venue before so i had reached out to their director and asked if there was any issues to be aware of or things they typically do I was a little nervous about the cake being outside in the heat, etc., and just wondered what issues they'd had in the past so that we would know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. She reassured me that everything was fine, and they put the cake outside every single weekend and not to worry. Oh, no. I should have listened to my gut. Yeah. The cake was placed inside of a gazebo, and we were able to put some netting around the gazebo and add a fan to somewhat a, so somewhat a climate-controlled situation. Well, when we get to the reception, after a perfect ceremony and cocktail hour, the photographers and videographers are coming and getting detailed shots of all the things in the reception. And the sun's beginning to set and starting to get dark. Oh, no. As the sweet videographer walks up to the gazebo where the cake is and flings open the wedding. I don't know what that means. I see this out of the corner of my eye and get a little stressed out. So I start walking over there, only to see him reach for his light. I have a minor panic attack inside because I'm thinking if anybody knows anything about bugs in the dark, if you shine a light, bugs gravitate to the light. And to make matters worse, this sweet, sweet bride picked honey cake. Uh, Cake icing was honey flavored. That sounds delicious. So I'm seeing this videographer reaching for his light. I'm still far away. You know, like when you're in a dream and you're running in slow motion and you're shouting, no, that was me. I could not get to him fast enough before he put on a bright spotlight on that cake. And my worst nightmare came true. All of the bugs came and gravitated to the light and got stuck all over the cake. 
Guys, yeah. I'm not kidding. It looks like someone scooped a bunch of dead bugs and used them as a garnish on the cake. It's totally disgusting, am I right? <laughs> and it was about time to cut the cake. I went into the wedding planner. I went into wedding planner rescue mode. I knew that the song that the bride and groom loved and that had a spe- specific dance to. So I let the band know not to announce the cake cutting right now, but play the specific song. <clears throat> the band does, and everyone gets on the dance floor to do this choreographer dance that they love. And I knew they were preoccupied. They were preoccupied. Pre- why can't I talk? The rest of my <laughs> team got the cake and walked with the cake behind us as the pastry chef took the cake back into the kitchen, hiding the fact that we were transporting the cake back inside. Once inside, we scooped all of the icing off the cake. We made sure there was not a bug inside and there was no piece of icing left on the cake. Oh the pastry gosh. chef even cut around the cake to make sure there was no piece that had even touched the icing. Nice. Thank God, he, the pastry chef re-iced the entire cake and everything was fine. And we were able to save the day. For food safety purposes, we used the cake we re-iced for photos and formal cake cutting. But then actually, we're in a facility where they had cake in their kitchen. So we utilized that kind of to pass around. Mm, that's a little burger. overkill. Yeah. We were able to still have our beautiful cake. I would have still eaten all yeah. of that. Don't <laughs> no bugs. And all the guys got a fresh slice that was not tainted by bug garnish. I bet they still used the cake. I mean, they, they did. Yeah. But way to cover your yeah, ass. Yeah, way to cover your ass. But wow. What a dumbass. Oh my gosh. Like who? Does, like who would not think of that? I don't know. I mean, we don't bring our cakes out because it's so hot until right before. Right. I don't know why the cake yeah. would even be out. Because it was everything that was outside, I guess. But there was apparently a kitchen. I don't care. Outside. Bring it out. Yeah. Bring it out. Bring it. I don't know. Bring it from the <laughs> ceremony. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm a professional wedding planner. See, they're just braggers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. My mom told me recently that one of my cousins, let's call her Darla, got engaged. Darla and I have never been really close since we both live in different states. Plus, my mom and my aunt were estranged for years, so we barely visited each other. Of course, I was happy for my cousin. The other day, Darla reached out to me. She said she had a really tight budget for the wedding, and since I was a wedding planner, I could maybe plan her wedding for free since we're cousins. (laughs) I told her her no because it's expensive and lavish, lavish to plan a wedding. The weddings I planned cost $30,000 at the minimum. I told her that I could give her a discount so that she could only pay for the venue and stuff so my work would be nearly free. She told me I was expensive and an asshole because I would not help to plan the best day of her life. Wow. Hi. We're not free. Right. Uh, We were in a remote location the day before the wedding, setting up everything from table linens to hard goods we love to be able to set up a day early we get so much done in advance <clears throat> i guess that's just every the bones yeah okay I understand like that. the tables and lin- yeah. i mean like this hard um, stuff that goes on there not did, anything that dies we didn't know what was, nothing soft what we didn't know you know what i mean because it wasn't you on the wet stop. Okay. 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 on the weather radar was that a tornado was about to rip through and literally blow the roof off our vineyard literally it touched down to top to the top of the venue and nowhere else. How does that even happen? Then not only the was the roof ripped off the venue, but I'll tell you how. Don't get married. <laughs> but soon after the rain followed. Of course, we're already completely set up. The rain starts coming in through the roof, and we've got a huge problem. At this point, we're all at the rehearsal dinner, so our team has to come back to the venue and completely salvage everything we can. Then we had to coordinate bringing in power generators, contacting every vendor to make sure they could bring extra lights since there were no power and lighting. We did everything we could. Victoria on my team was an absolute rock star. I guess I found this. I don't know where. 
She was there until the early hours of the morning, making sure everything would be set up for the following day. She was able to redo everything that we'd done that day and manage the vendors and changes that everyone needed to make sure that the wedding could still happen. She even managed to get a tarp on the roof. She whipped wow. everything into shape and made sure everything was perfect. Unfortunately, because it was such a large event, large event, news crews showed up, and the bride and groom had to be told about the craziness of the evening before their wedding. Of course, we stayed in complete communication and kept them up to date on the situation as far as what to expect the following day. In all honesty, the only thing that showed any evidence of there being a tornado there the day before was a tarp over the ceiling. The bride and groom were happy. They had the best day ever, and everything turned out great. That's kind of like your hurricane thing, right? What hurricane you still had thing? A hurricane after, like a hurricane came through, and you guys still had it. I don't know. The ladies, I don't know. I read something about a hurricane in you. Me and a hurricane? Yeah. I was in too. Do you help? The <clears throat> bride still got married or something? Probably. Okay. Hello. I got married in June. The wedding itself was gorgeous, and I had a very nice time. Unfortunately, the wedding planner sucked. That's uh-huh. it. That's it? I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> you were. You're like, okay, I'm ready. Um, We're in the process of writing a review for her. And we were wondering how to handle one of the many complaints. Uh, Excuse me. For background, we got got married at a winery in the Blue Ridge Mountains. We picked the venue because it overlooks the mountains. It's absolutely stunning. We paid an arm and a leg for the venue. The venue also came with a wedding coordinator. She was contracted to help us beginning three months out. We also paid an additional 5000 for the photographer and videographer who are not associated with the venue. Before the wedding, we made a plan to do all the bridal party shots. I was so excited to get pictures out in front of the mountains. I eventually found out on the day of that the plan was to do pictures under the building at the outside of the garage. <laughs> Our pictures have a strong industrial vibe. As a result, pretty, but not what I wanted. I was so overwhelmed with stuff on the day of that I just went with it. I assumed it was the photographer that picked the spot because of this lighting or whatever. I was disappointed, but I wanted good pictures, and I trust her. This past weekend, my husband was fishing with some of his groomsmen. He was telling him that... He was telling them that we had to write a difficult review for our crappy wedding planner. It was at this time that one of the groomsmen told my husband that it was the wedding planner that picked the garage location for our pictures, not the photographer. (laughs) Apparently, the photographer asked to go up to the spot overlooking the mountains, which was the ceremony location, and she was shot down by the wedding planner. We paid an enormous amount of money for this venue, for the photographer, and for the videographer. We booked the venue because of the view. I went with the flow on the wedding day because I thought the garage location was for lighting reasons, but apparently it was for the convenience of the wedding planner. <laughs> I wasn't partial. I want partial reimbursement because we didn't get the full experience that we paid for. I definitely need to, need to ask why we couldn't take pictures overlooking the mountains before I dropped the hammer, but I feel like this is definitely something that should have come up in the many pre-wedding conversations. Also, even if you are getting caught up in the moment, you have to stop because it's your day. It's over. It's the end. You're paying yeah. for it. You have to stop then. Are you? To me, at that point, yeah, you are like you're done because you should have said something because you're the boss. Period. Yeah, you're the boss, and you can have you had groomsmen and bridesmaids and anybody else that you could have had say if you didn't want to if you were too caught up whatever. But you knew right. enough to say a word, sentence, to think a sentence, to say it, to fix your you know that's your problem. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we victim blaming? No. No. Like, what we're the sorry you're you sad. Keep, no, I'm saying don't be a victim. Like, use your voice because you have one. Yes, absolutely. I okay. mean, like the lady the other day, we, 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 we remember the, the hair and makeup thing. She got her hair done at the trial and then didn't like it. Oh, yeah. And then she somebody else like got there. Yeah. For. That's the whole reason of a trial. You're not supposed to like it on the first try. No, that's why give, you're trying it. Hour, like per hour, it's not per style. Like they're there for you. So uh, this is one, two stories in one. Maybe you won't. You will finish. I don't know. Never mind. Because it's to the same wedding planner. I had a mother-in-law with Zillow one time who, after seeing and approving of the chairs that we provided, caused a scene of epic proportions after she decided that the chairs weren't good enough anymore. The bride was sobbing by the end of it, being consoled by a monster-in-law who kept, who simply kept telling her, it'll be all right, even though everything is ruined by these green chairs. Oh, shit. What a bit. It'll be okay, even though they ruined everything. Uh, it'll be all right, even everything's ruined by these green chairs. Like, she said at another wedding I helped at, when I first started, we had a dadzilla. He was the father of the bride, and he was drunk. Toward the end of the evening, he asked that I play I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. No, they didn't have a DJ. I was using my phone hooked up to our ancient sound system to play music for the reception. I obliged, and he decided that he wanted to sing along. Whatever. Oh, no. So my coworker, who had taken over in between my predecessor leaving and me starting, decided to unplug the mic because he was, in her words, killing the song. I didn't care one way or the other. It was no skin off my nose if he wanted to warble, warble along, <laughs> but whatever. She cut off maybe the last 30 seconds of the song. Q months. Q months of angry phone calls and demands of a refund because she ruined his daughter's wedding. What? This, this inspired the fact that his daughter had both warned us about him and apologized to us for him. He showed up one day to pick up the remainder of a few decorations they had left behind and claimed that my boss was supposed to have left a $450 check for him and wouldn't leave until we paid him. Oh, my God. I had to deal with this guy harassing me for money for probably 45 minutes before he finally gave up and left, claiming that he was going straight to the courthouse to sue us in small claims court. We haven't heard anything since then. He was probably put off by the filing fees. (laughs) Would be my guess, but my husband still asks for microphone guy updates every once in a while, and I sincerely hope that I won't have any more to give. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. I know. Okay, first... Right? Oh, God. That's the worst one, too. For some background, I grew up in a very reserved family and culture where dancing wasn't frowned on, but just wasn't done. As... As such, while I have nothing against people dancing, I'm still really self-conscious and uncomfortable dancing in public. My girlfriend and I, we both grew up in the same culture and so are on the same page, have um, goof danced to release boredom, but in the privacy of our lab. How adorable do they sound? (laughs) On top of that, I didn't like the people being super close to me unless I know them. On to the story. My best friend got married today and had asked me to be the best man, which I was beyond honored to be. Well, during the reception, my girlfriend and I were talking off to the side during the dancing, and the planner, who is the bride's friend, having found out during the rehearsal that I'm not comfortable dancing, decided to push the issue. Before you ask, yes, my friend and his wife knew the culture me and my girlfriend grew up in and knew that we both weren't comfortable dancing in public and said not to worry 
Our presence was all they wanted and to only do what we were comfortable. She came up and tried to get me to... She came up and tried to get me to dance with her and I declined nicely. She responded by asking sarcastically if her dancing inches from me made me uncomfortable and I replied yes, her dancing so close to me does and please back away. She proceeded to say that she that since she wasn't touching me it shouldn't matter and started to try and edge closer. At that point I had enough and sharply said to please back off. She said no. And so I snapped. Um, and I said no, and to back off, she got huffy and finally left. Well, she went and complained to the bride's family, and while the couple, bride's dad and brother and girlfriend said I was fine for snapping after she crossed the line and made me uncomfortable, she became snippy and rude because I snapped at her and said to back off. Oh my gosh, that's a rude, that's her, that's a her thing, she's, he's... That's right. Yeah, he says, am I the asshole for snapping at her? I think I might be because it was my friend's wedding. But currently, I feel like I was trying to keep my boundaries. Yeah. No. You're, here's yeah. why you're not the asshole. Because you said no. Yes. And that should be yeah. all. Yes. And why is no, this no, not no, a big I, deal? Because you're a man. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. It's inappropriate. If somebody doesn't want to dance, then nobody has to fucking dance. Well, if somebody doesn't do anything. Or anything. Yeah. But just dance was what I was talking about. If somebody wants you to have sex with them, you must have sex with them. Shut up. You're ridiculous. During the first dance between the bride and groom, Kids, please do not listen to this show ever. The mother-in-law began crying and cut between the two of them. So did you hear that? So during the first dance between bride and groom, the mother-in-law began crying and took cut between the two of them. Oh, Danced God. Danced her son with it for a moment, then sank down to her knees. Oh, no. She gradually kept moving down until her face was on the floor. Oh, While my her God. Husband and, when her husband and the bride's father went over to get her up, she was a blubbering mess. Mess. Mascara like wild tree roots across her cheeks. Snotty nose, red eyes, quivering double chin, the work. What it the was fuck? painful to watch. Bride wasn't happy with her husband to be vowed, so she requested a time out in order to get him to go to the back room and come up with better ones. When the guy married and politely explained that he was on a very tight schedule, she called them a lying bastard and huffed back up the aisle into the room. Hang on we, a second. I feel like you just went into a completely mm-hmm. different uh, story. This is all during the happen. Just happened during one thing, but she just, I guess, didn't start at the beginning. Oh, she's listing things? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. We kept everyone seated, and she appeared a few minutes later with freshly written vows for her future husband. He read them, and the wedding continued as planned. Again, uncomfortable. It's a rare thing, rare thing that we get a groomzilla. Um, maybe there's a bunch of... <laughs> I don't know how to stop it now. <laughs> It's a rare thing that we get a groomzilla. <laughs> and the duck flies at midnight. Thank you, and eat a cake for breakfast. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Christina's having a stroke. So, see you next Tuesday. Uh, and rate and subscribe you. and review. No, I don't. You don't? We love you all. Bye. You. Tuesday's Bye. the day. We'll see you then.